And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls and Fredericksburg and Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We're very thankful that you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. Uh, joining me today is my wonderful co-host, Alexandra Kubabatu, a.k.a. Alex K. Hello, folks. Great to be with you again today, and um, thank you for joining us. If you're on Facebook, wave to me. I'm saying hi, okay? I'm sporting a new haircut, so you got to come and take a look. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, like Sean was saying, we, we try to bring the best programming available, and on this live and local program, we try to bring various and informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. And today, Father Martin Scott, founder of the religious community Siervos de la Divina Misericordia, or in English, the Servants of Divine Mercy, located in Chosica, Peru. Um, he's also leading a Lenten parish mission taking place at Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church tonight in English, tomorrow in Spanish. And Wednesday, there will be a healing service. Now, all activities will take place in the main church. Uh, Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church is located at 600 Oplate Drive, just off San Pedro. Amen. And of course, I can't forget also gracing us uh, with his presence uh, is my predecessor uh, and GRN <laughs> Executive Director, Mr. Richard Reina. Um, so welcome to the program once again, Senor. How are you today? I'm doing great. I, I, of course, love coming on here and jumping on and helping whenever I get a chance to. And uh, we had such a wonderful week and weekend and, and looking forward to this week just being super awesome with that share starting tomorrow morning. I know, Woo! that's right. <laughs> so of course, uh, it's going to be a great program today. It's always a great day uh, when we get a chance to spend some time with Padre Martin. Uh, so before uh, we begin, of course, uh, let's get today's program uh, started the way we should do all things, uh, and that's in prayer. So wherever you might be, uh, place your concerns and desires in the hands of the Lord and pray for the grace, uh, of course, to accomplish uh, and and you know, do his will. Uh, so meditate on these words and pray along with me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given the human race, Jesus Christ, our Savior, as a model of humility. He fulfilled your will by becoming man and giving his life on the cross. Help us to bear witness to you by following his example of suffering and make us worthy to share in his resurrection. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son. Amen. St. Joseph, head of the Holy Family. Pray, pray for, for us. us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray, pray for, for us. Amen. Um, so just to get everybody caught up on some things that have uh, you know taken place uh, in the course of the last week since uh, we were you know last with you of course uh, you know my wonderful co-host Alexander Kubabati was not here to join us last week <laughs> uh, and, uh, and two we uh, we had the GRN family retreat 
Okay, so this was the, the, the first uh, family retreat I, I was able to attend. Uh, this retreat was led by uh, Father Sam Medley. He's the director of Our Lady of Corpus Christi Retreat Center in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, for those that tune in uh, to the Mass on you know during the week, uh, the um, Our Lady of Corpus Christi Mass, uh, that's aired at 730 uh, each each morning. Uh, you know, Sometimes you'll get a chance to, to hear him celebrate uh, Holy Mass and give his wonderful uh, short homilies. Uh, I know he's a... He said that he, uh, I guess he was allergic. He had a, a you know, an oh. allergy. Yeah. He was allergic to long homilies. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. I didn't. Okay. But yes. Uh, and of course, you know, if, if you want to, you know, hear more about, uh, you know, hear some more of the talks that, uh, he's given, cause he was very candid, right? In his talks. Um, his, his talks also were very inspirational. Okay. Uh, so if you'd like to hear some of those, uh, other talks that he has given in the past, uh, and from other retreats, you can visit the Our Lady of Corpus Christi, uh, you know, website. Uh, that's Our Lady of Corpus Christi dot org. Just click on the retreats tab there. Uh, and I got to tell you, and I'm sure, you know, Richard, I'm, I'm anxious to know, uh, you know, your thoughts too. Uh, you know, the, the family retreat was a great time of reflection and prayer, you know, oh, yeah. uh, it, it really was in the fellowship. Um, for those of you that didn't already know this, if you haven't already heard us tell it uh, once before, but there's about 24 employees, uh, full-time employees within the GRN, and we are spread all over the place, all right, uh, from D.C. to Florida, Alabama, and Texas. Uh, so it was really good to, to meet face to face. And for, for some of us, it was the first time that we've ever, you know, seen each other at all. You, wow. you know? Yeah. So it, it was really awesome. Any takeaways, Richard, from oh, the, yeah. uh, from the retreat? Definitely want to make it clear, though, out of the 39 stations we have, it's not 24 employees at each station. Right. It is not that. It's total, uh, 24 employees total, maybe 25. I, I, I need to make sure I understand that number uh, correctly. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of takeaways. I love how Father Sam, uh, adheres to let your yes mean yes and no mean no. And you can tell he's got a great connection to the Holy Spirit because a lot of things that he shared. I mean, I, I've never written so many notes on somebody's talk. I was writing away. Luckily, they gave us a journal. I'm like writing, 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 highlighting this. I'm like, I practically, you know, highlighted the, yeah. uh, the whole talk, but it was very poignant, very, very specific to the things that we're dealing with. Uh, uh, and having a refresher, but for the GRN and all the things that are going on in the church right now and how we need to continue to remain steadfast and do what our Lord is, is, is calling us to do, marrying our will to his will Amen. and hearing yes. our marching orders and, and, and moving forward with that. We're made for this mission. That's that's right. And, of course, uh, we've got a couple of events coming up also. Um, well, we, we'll talk more about what's taking place this week, but what's happening in April Richard, a a little sharing. event called the Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner. <laughs> it's our 15th annual, if I got that correct. It is. Um, it'll be held at the Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. Of course, doors, doors open at 6, which is so funny because there's people lining up at 530 yeah. wanting to get in. This is, I love about it a lot is that people come together, and, and sometimes this is the event that they choose to go to every year. Right. So you can see the looks in their faces when they walk in. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? And you can see people catching up with each other talking about the faith and just all things Catholic, and it's beautiful to see that happening. Um, if you want to register for the event, maybe sponsor a table or just get seats for you and your loved one or your loved ones, uh, you can go to grnonline.com and scroll down to the local events area there, and you'll, you'll, have a, you'll be able to click on a link that sends you to another page that gives you all the details, including our keynote speaker, Father Donald Calloway wow. of, the, of the, the Congregation of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
uh, every time he comes and speaks, he just he knocks it out of the park. Yeah, he's very clear. He knows what he's saying, and he came from a a, a very challenging background. But to see the Lord pick him up, dust him off, clean him up, and send him on his way with the love of the Blessed Mother in his heart, and, and, and getting it out there, it is so incredible to see and hear. Uh, what he has to share. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I saw also over the weekend, um, he had a video on yes. YouTube. Um, you know, he was praying the, you know, the litany of St. Joseph because the 19th on Saturday, of yes. course, was the uh, solemnity of, uh, you know, uh, you know, St. Joseph, of course. Um, and when I, when I heard the, you know, the, you know, the, the litany that he was praying uh, on YouTube, I guess there were some added titles. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. In, in hearing and listening, I might have to, you know, go back listen to it again. But uh, sounded like there was about seven more, uh, you know, titles, cool. uh, you know, <laughs> given to, uh, you know, Saint Joseph or patron. Well, my favorite is, of course, Terror of Demons. Uh, yeah, that's I my just, favorite. I just, oh yeah, I, I mean, that's, I love hearing yeah. that. Oh yeah, <laughs> they flee. So I invoke him. I ask for his intercession quite often. Awesome, and, and of course, uh, you know, the Fishers of Men Award this year. Oh yes. Is going to be, uh, you know, we're going to be presenting that to Dr. Mitch and Chrissy Finney. Uh, you know, I never get, you know, tired of talking about these two. They're, they're just such an incredible couple. Um, you know, they're going to be presented, of course, um, you know, at the dinner. Uh, I can't wait to see them. It's always good to see them together. You know, they attend holy, you know, they, they attend daily mass together. They still go on dates and, and such. Uh, it's just, you know, they're such a, a beautiful couple uh, to, to get to talk to and, and to get to know. Uh, they're also very active parishioners at St. Matthew Catholic Church. Uh, they sponsor Veronica's Boutique of the mm-hmm. Guadalupe Community Center. And more important, uh, they're two of the most selfless and generous people that you will ever meet. So, Alex, uh, what's been going on with you? I know you were playing hooky last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I was, it was not fun at all. Not fun. <laughs> but anyway, I want to give a shout out to a dear friend of mine. Her name is Anna Wells. Um, and her beautiful daughter, Veronica, they're up in Round Rock. We, I just met them last week. And um, they are, we're like soul sisters. We both are mothers of a daughter with special needs, um, Down syndrome. And, um, you know, we just really connected, really connected. And she told me about a wonderful event at Cedar Break Catholic Retreat Center in Belton, Texas. And they'll be hosting a weekend of rest and renewal for moms and female caregivers of children with physical, mental, or intellectual disabilities and or chronic medical issues. And this is going to be taking place um, on April 29th through May 1st. And uh, the weekend uh, will be led by Judy Helsher, who is a spiritual director and retired hospital chaplain. And so to register for this event, um, seats are limited, so sign up as soon as you can. I Just call the office at 254-780-2436. And also, I want to talk about um, something beautiful going on here in the heart of San Antonio at the Little Flower Basilica. And they're going to be having a lovely Lenten 24 hours of healing and adoration and confessions. So then that's going to begin um, at 12 p.m. with Mass on April 1st to 12 p.m. April 2nd. And they're going to have confessions, healing mass, and adoration. And they're also looking for volunteers to help fill those um, adoration spots. So if you have uh, time to serve for for a few hours or an hour um, and spend some time with Jesus at the same time, feel free to visit littleflowerbasilica.org to sign up. Awesome. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of hinted at it earlier. Um, you know, something else going on this week 
Okay, and you're going to be hearing a lot about it this week. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to be, of course, the um, you know, the 2022 Spring Sherathon. Okay, so uh, starting tomorrow, kicking off tomorrow at 7 a.m. Uh, and until 7 p.m. And that's going to be the schedule that you know we run um, until Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, yeah, that's Friday. Right. Wow. <laughs> that's, yes. Uh, so of course, you know, uh, we're going to be on the air. Uh, we're going to be you know appealing and and asking you folks. Uh, you know, the, the generosity of our listeners is what sustains us and, of course, divine providence. Um, so, you know, please, um, you know, keep us in prayer. You know, pray for the success of, of the share uh, and, you know, tell a friend. OK, you know, tell everybody that, you know, you know, maybe, uh, you know, the folks that you you go to, you go to church with, um, you know, every donation, you know, helps every donation counts. Um, and, and it's going to be a, a wonderful thing. What I'm really excited about, though, uh, is we've got, as I mentioned earlier too, the uh, some the, the new GRN family members who are going to be on the air oh, for yeah. the first time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to hear, uh, you know, from, you know, from David Renshaw, you know, our, our new GM in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. And of course, uh, Marty Matulia, uh, he's the new GM in the Alabama, you know, area as well. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, really, uh, you know, it's going to be really awesome, um, you know, getting a, a chance to, to hear them in, in their first time. Uh, I remember, of course, my first time. And, well, I, it sounds like my first time every time I'm on the air. I get it. All right. I get it. <laughs> but it's, it's um, you know, it is, uh, it's it's special. You know, it, yes. it really is, especially, you know, in having listened in and tuned in uh, for years upon years. I think Richard was saying September 1st will, um, yes. will be 15, 15 years. Uh, that we've had the station here wow. uh, in, in San Antonio. And Sean, last year was your first year to jump on the air with me during a share Is that correct? It was the, the highlight spring? of my entire I mean, life. <laughs> <laughs> the culmination. Yes. <laughs> I was sharing also at the share or not the share excuse me, but I was sharing at the GRN family retreat uh, that, uh, you know, one of the highlights, of course, uh, of my 2021 uh, was... a no doubt, you know, coming into, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, you know, the, the family here with the GRN. Uh, but I also mentioned that, uh, being on the air with Dave Palmer <laughs> and Miss Toya Hall during the share uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I've been listening to them yes. for forever. So it, it was a real joy, you know, a, a real joy. And of yes, um, being on the, the share Yeah, I know. I know. It's like way back in there. <laughs> seconds. I hear you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, you know, we'll, we'll be, um, Again, that's going to be taking place tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday uh, through Friday. Uh, And look, I'm going to throw this out there also. Uh, There was a need. uh, We typically host the the call center here uh, on Friday. So we're having the call center here Friday. All those positions uh, and and slots have been filled. But uh, there is a need. We're going to help augment and supplement um, the call center on Wednesday. Uh, so I still, I need two bodies, all right? I need two bodies for Wednesday. Uh, that's 7 to 1 p.m. And then also 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. So if you can help, uh, you know, give us a call. Uh, but that's the music. That means we're going to take a quick break. So don't change the station. We will be right back. And we will be speaking with uh, Father Martin Scott. All right. So please join us. And we'll be right back. Hi, folks. Sean here. The 2022 Spring share is coming quickly. The share will kick off on Tuesday, March 22nd, and will run through Friday, March 25th. 
This year's theme is Made for Mission. I humbly ask that you please prayerfully consider calling in at that time to give your one-time gift or monthly pledge of support so we can continue our mission of spreading the teachings of Jesus through the powerful means of radio. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. It's easy to become a frantic family in our fast-paced world, and it can be hard to keep on being intentional about our marriage and our family life. We have seen that it's easy to forget what life is all about, isn't it? That's why we created a valuable tool called the Family Board Meeting. The Family Board Meeting is a simple concept. Every good company has a regular board meeting to talk about strategy, goals, direction, and changes needed. Well, you and your spouse are the executive officers, the board of your family. You need to take time off, affirm each other, sketch out a vision of what you want your family to look like, and set goals to make that vision a reality. Set aside some time to reassess and rebuild your family culture with your spouse. The beginning of the year is a great time to schedule or to have your family board meeting. What are you waiting for? To download our free resource and listen to the podcast on this valuable tool, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Hi, listeners. Sean here. The 2022 Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner will take place Thursday, April 28th at the Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. Come join us for an evening filled with excitement and joy, benefiting the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas. Come celebrate our Catholic faith and hear an inspiring talk given by Father Donald Calloway, author of The Consecration to St. Joseph. Don't miss out. Register now and go to grnonline.com and click on local events. God bless you. And welcome back, folks. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host, every Monday at noon for your live and local program. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas uh, listening area. As I mentioned uh, prior to uh, the, the break, uh, we're going to be joined by Padre Martin Scott. Um, you know, he is the founder of the Siervos de la Misa. Divina Misericordia, Very good. Uh, there in Chosica, <laughs> Peru. Uh, and if you've uh, been a longtime listener of the program, uh, you know, Padre Martin is uh, just a an awesome soul. Um, he is a wonderful, uh, you know, guest always. And I love just, uh, you know, how he he shed, you know, he shares the message of God's divine mercy. So without further delay, uh, please welcome, you know, Father Martin to the program. Father Martin, how are you today? Fine, thank you. I'm very blessed to be here. Amen. So if you would, uh, in in introducing yourself to those that maybe aren't aware of you, um, you know, I did mention, of course, you're the founder of this wonderful religious organization, uh, wonderful religious order, <laughs> yeah. uh, religious order there there in Peru. Uh, but can you tell us a little bit about it? Okay, our community was founded um, in 2003. We have eight priests, uh, two religious brothers. One of them is. Father William will be shortly uh, ordained a, a deacon, and then we have four religious sisters. Now oh, that is great. Uh, I wanted to also ask you. So, with all the work that you're doing, um, how do you, you know, what what is it that we're going to be looking forward to uh, coming up this this week? You know, starting today, because I was real excited to hear about it uh, regarding the the mission. Uh, you know, the Lenten mission uh, taking place at Blessed Sacrament. Um, you know, kind of tell us uh, you know, how how that's going to go. Well, I pray with all my heart um, that that when I open up my mouth that Jesus talks, <laughs> I always say to the Lord, Lord, may I disappear and you may appear. Amen. 
So um, God is a God of, of many blessings, so many surprises. And he's t- I think he's, he's, I've sensed in my heart that he's going to surprise us. I love how Padre says that because uh, our Lord doesn't reveal to him what's going to come out of his mouth until right then and there. So uh, Padre can do whatever preparations he can, yeah. but if Jesus tells him to say this, he, he says yeah. this and that. In my, my preparation is many hours of prayer. Yeah. Yes. And I always pray, and I mean this, you know, I always pray, Lord, that the people may not focus on me, but on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. Um, now, the title for, t- you know, th- this mission that you're leading uh, is Opening Your Heart to Our Lord's Divine Mercy. Uh, can you share with our listeners, you know, how the, the, the title for the, the mission came about and what maybe inspired you, uh, you know, to, to, to do this uh, parish mission, Father? Well, first of all, um, I would say, Lord, take me where you want to take me. So, to be honest with you, um, our Lord has my traveling schedule. (laughs) And I just go where he wants me to go, where he needs me, I guess. And um, he just said to me, tell them that you have no idea what you're going to say and do. But... And he says to me right now because he uses me because I'm so small. And I'm not talking about height wise. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about interiorly how I feel. Sure. And, and and the Lord, I think, to keep me humble, I feel like his most, and I don't say this critically or in a way of not loving myself, his most useless instrument. But at the same time, he says to me right now, and, but you are useful for me because you get out of the way. Yeah, I get out of the way, and he puts he gets in the way. Amen. You know, he puts himself there. You know, I, I love how you say, you know, you you let yourself out of the way. Uh, so many times, I think, you know, as as you know, regular lay people, you know, uh, you know, there's so many things that we try to accomplish on a daily basis, and we tend to find ourselves getting in the way of our ourselves. You know, um, what are some, you know, what are some general you know practices what what are some habits that we can develop uh and 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 form for ourselves especially right now in this in this lenten you know season what are some things that we can do to help ourselves get out of the way what first comes to my mind to my heart is to pray more and i think that's something that people do not do enough okay and i can sense that with people i can sense it very much in my heart when people come and they, they're so, many times, and, and I don't say this critically, they want to, like they want to see what what God is telling me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's if they only knew that God also wants to talk to them. But in order for God to speak to us, we need to take him seriously. By that I mean is to pray more. We must pray more. Because Jesus came to save all of us, Okay. And he wants to touch our hearts in a deep way. But he wants to touch our hearts individually so that he, we, he can touch our families, our, our, you know, the, our relationship with our wife, our husband, our children, you know, the, the people we work with. So it's something that our Lord obviously takes very seriously, unfortunately. And this is something that he's spoken to me. And it's very sad. He says to me that he has very few good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my personal goal is to be um, a slave of Christ, but there's there's nothing better than to be an unshackled slave that won't leave his side, and um, you know, and I believe that like you're saying, Father, prayer is 
the source of every evil in the world because we have um, the lack of prayer. Yeah, yeah. The, the lack of prayer is the source of every evil in the world. Because maybe a person mm -hmm. can have good intentions. Yes. Okay, but maybe they say, "Oh, I'm going to do it this way." They're thinking humanly. Right. You know, but that may not be the way that God wants to take it. Okay. Right. Something that He really puts in my heart or in our community is to, to pray very much for the people. Yes. Okay. And you know, not that our Lord is a squealer or He doesn't put things in my heart to to hurt people, but it's rather to help them. But ultimately, okay, you know, to whom else shall we go? To our Lord. Yes. Okay, and what did our Blessed Mother do in the wedding of Cana? Do whatever he tells you. Uh -huh. And yes. that was our Blessed Mother. Mm -hmm. That was our Blessed Mother, you yes. know. And that's, it's incredible how the scriptures, it, obviously they didn't quote our Lord, you know, everything that he said. But everything that he said was important Not only for the people then, but for everyone, for all of, for all time. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's our lady is saying to us, do whatever he tells us. Go to him. Yes. Go to him. Depend on him. Trust him. Spend time with him. And then we will experience in our lives the power of God, the fidelity of God, the omnipotence of God, and the gentleness of God. Okay, and that's so important. And I can say that in my own life as a priest. Okay, I didn't grow up, you know, and I've said, shared this before. I didn't grow up, you know, uh, spending time in prayer. You know, I, I never went to Catholic school, you know. And it was only in, as a seminarian where the Lord, you know, would I felt in my heart a personal invitation to spend time with him and, 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 and a need. So he drew me to him. Okay, and that obviously has grown through 30, almost 34 years of priesthood. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's, it's a, we have to respond. And Jesus wants that for everyone. Okay, not that he expects lay people to pray as, as much as some priests, but we need to pray more. Here's the answer to all mm -hmm. of our difficulties. Yeah. Okay. Actually, and yeah, and you know, prayer is, is um, both the means to an end. Um, and it is the end. The, it is the means and the end. Prayer is is um, what we should be striving for to lead us to perpetual prayer. Be, be praying at every single moment of our life. So it's the means to the end and it is the end to be in prayer, in constant prayer. And um, I think it's so important that we, in Jesus, it's not, I mean, he, It's not like he needs suggestions. Yes. So many times he just wants us to spend time with him. Yes. It's funny you yeah, bring that up because I crave to pray more. And I know when I'm out there uh, at events and so forth, and if I learn something new about the faith, I get excited, wanted to share that with somebody else. And as you're talking, I'm, I'm hearing uh, and picturing our Lord wanting to come to him yes. so he can share things like that with us and, and be in that communication with him and desiring to be in communication more with him so we can continue to develop that, that bond, that closeness, that relationship mm -hmm. with him because he loves us so much more than we can ever fathom. And, and that's what I'm picking out of what you're saying. We don't and, do it And enough. I remember when he said that time, to, that time in Peru, he said to me in Spanish, because usually how he talks to me, personally he talks, and he said to me, tengo tan pocos amigos, I have so few friends. And he shared with me his sadness. Oh my gosh, it was overwhelming. This sadness was so, was overwhelming, okay? So I think it's so important is whatever situation we're in in life, whether we're the laity or myself as a priest, a religious, okay? 
The answer is Christ. And he will give us the strength, the guidance, the wisdom for whatever we need to do. Okay? And the Lord many times allows difficulties in our life, not because he wants to hurt us, because he wants us to grow, get into the habit of praying, of going to him. But not just for, you know, like I remember one time I asked somebody, I said, you know, maybe I think this was at a retreat or something, and I said, you know, well, do you pray? And he said, Father, every morning I very devoutly bless myself when I, get, when I wake up. That was his prayer. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's like saying to someone, okay, the amount of water that I drink is literally one drop. No. We need to fill ourselves with Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think if people prayed more, if they filled themselves more with God, there would be much less marriage problems, much more difficulties, much less alcoholism, much less drug addiction, much, much less people addicted to pornography that is so common. Yes. Because yeah. we have to let God literally invade, invade, how do you say, invade us. Yes, because yeah, prayer is a state of being. It's not something you do on the outside in moments throughout the day. We should we do it, but to strive to become. Yes, by and, minimizing and we have ourselves, to, and we have to realize that. Yes. We have to realize that the God takes our salvation, our souls, very seriously, yeah. and obviously He takes His love very seriously, because yeah. He's all love. He is all love, and I'm not kidding you. I mean, his his concept of, of love for us, we can't even fathom it. You know, every country in the world has their own cultures. Here in America, <clears throat> we're overwhelmed with, you know, people who take pride in, you know, their degrees and their what they can attain, a lot of intellectual pride. Um, how do you think we can, here as a society living in America, um, use prayer to minimize all those kinds of pride. How, how does that mechanism work? I think, I think one of the beautiful things that has happened in, in prayer is when we're with God who's the fullness of truth and he loves us passionately, he's going to show us how needy we are. And I don't mean that in a bad way, how needy we are. Yes. How much we need him. Okay? Yes. And then God will, God will make up the rest. But it's important that we realize... I'm not in control. I'm not supposed to be in control. I'm not supposed to have all the answers. Yes. God has all the answers. Amen. Father. And if we wait in prayer to allow him to speak to our hearts, to guide us in whatever situation in life, we won't be going through these difficult situations. Because a lot of the situations that we go through, the difficulties, is not because of God's fault. It's, it's us. Yes. It's us. Amen. It's, it's like what, driving, and if I had a, you know, how do you call it? Um, we call it antifas. That I cover up my eyes. Oof. I won't know where I'm going. Yes. Because many times, what our human, what our, our human will tells us is not the way of God. Yes. Amen. So it's funny how it also reminds me of, of uh, what our president and vice president uh, talk about when they're sorry, from Guadalupe Radio. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> radio. Um, she says one time that a, one of our supporters looked at them too and says, you know what, if they put us all in a room, a thousand people, and they told me to pick out the two people that were going to start a network of 39 stations, you two would be the last people I would choose. <laughs> and she loves it because it, it's a reminder because God did the rest. God did it all. They didn't know what they were doing. And I can say that with my being a founder. Yes. yes. I mean, I never, I always wanted, I mean, this is, a, you know, the, Clear truth. 
uh, when I began feeling the calling to priesthood, I was attracted to religious life. I really was, you know, okay? And I felt in my heart. And I felt eventually that I would be going back to Peru. That wasn't a surprise, but when the Lord told me, <laughs> said to me very directly, yes. it was before the Eucharist, my son, a little one, he called me a little one, pequeño, returned to Peru and found a new religious community. And he said, religious family. Uh, okay, oh, I was wow. shocked. And I said, ¿Qué? And the only thing I could say was, in response to that is, and what will be the name? Because I was shocked, so I didn't know what to, how to respond. I said, and what will be the name of this new religious family? And he said, that's when he said, servants of divine mercy, siervos de misericordia. So I can fully attest to that. I never expected me to be a founder of a community. He knows I don't see myself as founder material. Okay, but the Lord... <laughs> Each many times chooses, or, or always should choose, those who you would never expect. Yes. So I went, when I went to the archbishop to tell him, he probably, you know, <laughs> this guy's a dingaling, you know. <laughs> but God, God, he just said, now, I chose you because you're small. Mm. Okay? Yeah. And he just said right now, you don't get in the way. And we're not supposed to get in the way because if we get in the way, if we're trying to, uh, how you say, show off ourselves, right. guess what? It's going to be a disaster. Yes. It's going to be a disaster. Amen. Yes. Uh, let me ask you, Father, uh, you know, today's reading uh, out of the, you know, uh, the mid-afternoon, um, you know, reading from the Liturgy of the Hours, uh, it's a reading from, uh, you know, the book of the prophet Isaiah, um, and it says, share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless. Clothe the naked when you see them and do not turn your back on your own. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm always, you know, these readings that, you know, you, you come upon and happen upon, um, especially during the season of Lent. Um, how can we apply God's mercy, right, ourselves to those that are in need? You know, how, how do we do that? See, my, and I really, you know, love has to be put into action. Yeah. And living in Peru, there's so many people who are needy, okay? And and we help out many people, but I mean, it's not like I come out of the convent and, you know, the compound, it's a big uh, yeah. piece of land, you know, it's almost 8,000 meters, square meters. And it's not like, say, okay, come and come, because, you know, we can have a lot of crooks or lazy people come up. No, no, we help out people who are trying to make ends meet, okay? Yes. And some of them are like we help out a family. There's other members of that family are blind. Okay, so and the mother, I mean, they weren't born. They were not born blind, but they they have this, uh, you know, disease. Mm-hmm. They've been losing their eyesight. Okay, so the mother used to go to uh, the Chilean border with Peru and buy, bring things from Chile to Peru and then sell them in Lima. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. We pay the rent and we pay other for other expenses, okay? But that's just a situation. So God has put these people, and they're very Catholic, okay? Very Catholic, okay? And so we God put these people that are, who love the Lord, okay? And they try to do the best. There's like a single mother, she sells clothes, and she doesn't sell, you know, have enough make ends meet. And I found out because the brothers, 
know them, but they're walking, you know, they're in the street of Lima and they walk in and they get, they talk, get to talk to this person. This person's very devout Catholic, daily mass. Okay, so we help her out. Okay, but so the matter, you know, Christ is disguised in the poor. Christ is disguised in the poor. So if I ever have a relationship with the Lord, if I pray, that also must, that love has to be put into action by helping those in need. It's not just, it's not, and I can say this, you know, it's not like I'm promoting people who are lazy to continue being lazy or take advantage. No, not at all. In our case, it's people who who sincerely seek the Lord, try to work, and because of this, the world situation, they don't make enough, okay? Or have family members who are sick. We have a family that we help out. Um, he has a taxi service, but his, his daughter has several really rare diseases, okay? So we help them out. We help them out, okay? And he's very grateful, very grateful, you know, very prayerful family, okay? And the little girl, I think, I think she's like a victim's soul. Mm-hmm. She never complains, and she has every every month she has to go through the different medical treatments. So these are people that we help out, and they're getting to know God first. So and folks, real, huh? yes, yes um, and God bless them. We will pray for them, and we will do everything we can. And I want to invite listeners to go to divinemercycorp.org. They have a donate button, and uh, please, if you can, you know, do more than your, your spare change. And uh, make a donation because your father is doing very beautiful work over there for people who are unable to help themselves. Um, so sometimes, the reason I'm laughing is because sometimes people come just to seek advice. You know, they're going yes. through a situation, and suddenly the Lord is showing me. He shows me that they have a need, and they haven't even mentioned money. Wow. They didn't yes. even come for that. Yes. Remember, one time I'm thinking of a woman. Okay, she came just to seek a spiritual advice, counsel. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they had she had gotten together with a group of member, of women, okay, and donated money to us. Mm-hmm. But she never mentioned her own personal situation. And I said, the Lord wants me to give you this because of this. He's telling me this, this and that. And she broke into tears. She, she started crying. She said, Father, I had no intention of receiving anything. But mm-hmm. I said, but the Lord knew your needs. Yes. Okay? And that happens very often. And I want to point out to listeners too is that the fruit of... Prayer is service. So if you find yourself not being able to contribute in any possible way, not just financially, but in within the church, within your community, within your families, because you're 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 not um, you feel you don't have the time or whatever. Remember the fruit of prayer service, and that's a good gauge as to you know maybe we need to work on it a little bit. We need to open the ears and the things that Father is talking to us about. You know, he's Jesus is speaking through him. Right in front of us, right in front of our eyes. But you know, he speaks to all of us. Yes. Just exactly he like that. He speaks to us in different situations. Yes. And I can say that people here are so well off compared to Latin America. Yes. So well off. I mean, just situation, just, I mean, just mind boggling. So if God puts, I always say, Lord, if you're putting this person in my path, it's for a reason. It is for a reason. Yes. And I will be held accountable to God. Is what did you do with what I gave you? Right. Mm-hmm. The same goes to all of us. Yes. Okay? In other words, how much good did you do with what he gave us? Is that the essence, is that the essence of mercy? Yes. 
Yes, and sometimes God wants us to give it until it hurts. I remember one time, I remember this, the Lord put uh, different people in my path, and, you know, the Lord, uh, I would say he's lovingly, mercifully squealed on the situation. So we had to give to help out these different persons. And and I knew that it was, I think, like two to three days before, I knew that we were in danger, in, and I don't mean that our life was in danger, but of not having enough to pay the workers. Yeah. So, I, so I remember I just prayed. I said to the Lord, Lord, okay, Lord, you know how much we pay, you have the workers and this and that. Um, I, I have a sense that there will not be enough to pay them. So then at the end of the holy hour, because we have a holy hour of three to four, um, I just, out of holy curiosity, okay, <laughs> went into my bank account, okay? Okay? And I, yes. especially St. Joseph for his intercession. And somebody had donated the amount that we needed to pay the workers. Like, I remember how much it was in dollars because the account we have yeah. is in dollars. Yes. Okay? Uh-huh. I just started to laugh and laugh <laughs> and laugh. And I said, Jesus, you did it again. He is so faithful. He is so faithful. I just finished sharing that with uh, Alex before the show started yes. about... Follow his will, and God takes care of everything yes. else. Even, even like, <laughs> remember when, when the COVID, uh, what do you call it, started, I, I had just arrived in the United States for missions, okay? And I'm, I, don't, I don't remember what year it started, okay? Whenever it started, okay? Right. And all my events were canceled. Wow. Everything was canceled. Oh, my. Wow. And guess what? God gave us not only what we needed, but more. People just started donating. Without events. No, I know. There were no events. The event was I was praying for everyone. Yes. Okay? Yes. Uh-huh. And I couldn't get back. I couldn't get back to Peru. Okay? I just, I remember when I told the Lord, okay, Lord, if you have allowed this, this is, there's a reason. And he just said, trust, trust me. Little, you know, my little one, trust me. I'm in control. And that's what we have to, we have to remember that. He is really in control and he, he needs to be in control. Yes. That doesn't mean that he wants us to be lazy bums and not do anything. <laughs> no, no. I was there to, 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 supposedly to do events and this and that. God allowed the events to be console, controlled. I mean, how do you say canceled? But the Lord in his infinite love and fidelity, you know, stepped in. He stepped in. Amen. And we have to let God step in. That's right. You know, another way, uh, you know, a, a thought comes to mind, Father, another way that uh, the Lord can step in are through uh, these parish missions, you know, and, and especially, you know, at, at Lent, you know, right now we're in the holy season of Lent. Um, why is it important, do you think, Father, uh, that if one has the capability and, and even to make the time uh, for one of these, why is it important to their own spiritual journey uh, to attend a parish, uh, you know, mission, Father? I think God, if somebody attends an event that they will usually that's not that common or they wouldn't attend, okay, the Lord usually has a surprise for them. But it's like uh, it's a surprise with respect to conversion. He wants to take away anything that is blocking their hearts from doing God's will. Yeah. And he wants to speak to them in a particular way. In a personal way. Yes, in a personal, a very direct way. Because yes. sometimes people say to me, Father, you told me that. I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't remember. Right. Okay? 
But, but and I always say, Lord, definitely you are speaking to that person. Father, you said this. I said, I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And sometimes even you know in confession and in counseling and that you know and there is no way that I would humanly know. Yeah. Right. God wants to speak to them. Yeah. It everything. It is really everything. I don't just mean and I have nothing against Divine Mercy Sunday, but it's really. Our entire life is meant is an invitation from God for us to experience God's unfathomable, infinite ocean of mercy. But mm-hmm. we have to be willing to listen to Him and have the the ears of our heart of our soul open, you know, open and willing to listen to Him. Amen. You know, when it comes to confession uh, and the parish missions, I'm not sure if they've incorporated confessions into the mission or not. But, I've had confessions, yes. Okay, good, good, good. Because I know that's a big part of it, frequency in the sacraments. And, and how many of us fail to avail ourselves to the sacrament of reconciliation? And that's why it's so important. If we're going to take God seriously, we better take seriously His mercy in the sacrament of confession. Amen. Okay? And it's so important that we do so. In my own life, I get a confession... Weekly, sometimes more than once a week. Not because my sins are scanned, I can tell you, okay? Sometimes impatience or not trusting enough. Those are my biggies, mm-hmm. okay? Those are my biggies, okay? So I need his mercy. That's the honest truth. That's the bottom line. I need his mercy. Whereas this person who's talking that month, before it'd be eight, nine months since I would go to confession. Now I say, how could I survive? Thank God, right. God didn't take me, didn't call me home. Wow. I, seriously. Yeah. I, you know, and I thought I was a wonderful Catholic. <laughs> no. You know, I remember I go to Mass, and obviously I was a teenager and that. You know, I went, I went to Mass to look at girls. It's not this, you know, like, you know, for example, we had to sit down after saying the creed, you know. And, my, and I was so lost, you know, thinking of myself and my, and my curiosities. My father had to. Tap me on the hand, like, sit down, you know. <laughs> I was totally distracted yeah. by myself, not by God. Right. And, you know, and I, and I share with this, so I say, I know where you're coming from. I didn't take God seriously, but he takes us seriously. God takes us seriously. And he's, and, you know, and in my case, he, he almost allowed me to be thrown out of the University of Maryland because that was the earthquake that God allowed for me to um, really, you know, open my heart to God. Wow. And we're going to get more of this tonight at Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church on Oblate at the parish mission tonight, which is all in English. Tomorrow it'll be in Spanish. And like Alex said at the beginning of the show, on Wednesday it'll be a healing service and benediction. I'm telling you folks, you, you need to get out there. I believe uh, Holy Mass, Daily Mass is at 530. Is that correct? Right. And, yeah. And, yeah, so make yourself available to come on down there. Bring your friends, bring your family. Pack the parish, folks. Why would we not, especially during this beautiful season of Lent, and have a Lenty, Lenty, Lent? <laughs> yes. And a, and, a, and, a, and a holy Lent, which is really, and it can be a new beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my life, you know, it's only when you're, when you're, you're the Lord in, opens up your appetite for Him, you realize, my gosh. I was feeding myself with trash, the world. Yeah. I was feeding myself with trash, and I was blind, and I was deaf. Yes. I thought myself as such an ideal Catholic. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> That's the truth. And your eyes were opened. My eyes were open. I was like, oh my gosh. And then what God and then, and then we can do God's will. You know, I wanted to be married all my life, and guess what? God called me to the peace. And I can say this honestly, sincerely, without even exaggerating. I've never, never doubted my calling to the priesthood or repented. Like, why did I become a priest? Not even literally for one second. How many people, and I don't mean this to scare you, when you're married, can say that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay? I'm thrilled to be a priest. I'm mega thrilled. Amen. And I don't say that bragging. It's just the truth sets us free. Yes. But when we put our, our lives in God's hands and we really are open to doing His will, His way, God will not let us down. He will never let us down. You know, it's really warming here with the fire of the Holy Spirit <laughs> just oozing out of Father right now. <laughs> and, um, you know, I really appreciate that. You know, he, he is truly a small soul with a great, great um, power behind him um, through the Holy Spirit. And, you know, if, if you can feel it through the airwaves, wait to see him in person. So, you know, I, I want to invite everyone again to the parish mission. You will never, you will not forget it. I love the parish name too, Blessed Sacrament. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. And folks, uh, of course, if you're just tuning in, this is Sean Rice. This is In His Vineyard having a great conversation uh, with Father Martin Scott. He's going to be leading the parish mission um, at Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church uh, over there on 600 Oblate Drive. Uh, the theme and title of uh, you know the, the mission uh, is Opening Your Heart to Our Lord's Divine Mercy. You know, you got to ask yourself, you know, we're, we're three weeks in or we just started our third week, uh, I believe, of, of Lent. Um, there's still plenty of time, you know, uh, you know, there's still plenty of time to to begin your Lenten journey. It, it's not like, you know, you, you can't jump back in because, you know, too much time has passed. No, I mean, as Father has been discussing, I mean, the Lord's inviting you um, to take part in His mercy, all right? The, the Lord's mercy is is bottomless. I mean, there, there's no limit to it, okay? So don't think for a moment that, you know, God's not for you. You know, don't think for a moment that your sin is too big for God because there ain't one sin out there uh, that's, you know, too big for God's uh, abundant mercy. Uh, so I would encourage you uh, certainly to, to come out this evening. Uh, the parish mission is going to be uh, taking place tonight uh, in English. Uh, and that's going to be at 6.30 to 8 p.m. Uh, and also tomorrow in Spanish. Uh, so, folks, if, if you know, uh, if you'd rather, you know, maybe uh, hear the talk in Spanish or you know someone, if you want to invite somebody uh, out there, I mean, th this mission is for, for everybody. So, like, you know, Richard was saying, you know, let's pack the house. Um, you know, let's, let's really, you know, take this, uh, you know, holy season of Lent serious. Uh, let's grow in our, you know, in, in our spiritual walk, uh, you know, with, with the Lord. That way, uh, you know, come Easter Sunday, I mean, we can rejoice and be glad. Amen. Um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm real excited, uh, you know, for it. Again, the parish mission takes place tonight at Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church. Okay. Over there on 600, uh, Oblate. Uh, tonight's talk uh, is going to be in English. Tomorrow's, uh, you know, talk, uh, looks like, uh, according to the, uh, to the flyer, uh, is going to be at, uh, going to be at seven o'clock. Uh, and there is a, you know, benediction and healing service after daily mass Wednesday, uh, the, the 23rd from, from six to eight. Uh, we've got just a couple of minutes, or minutes. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. A couple of minutes left with, with father. Uh, you know, father, I, I want to ask you too. Um, 
regarding the you know re- regarding the the parish mission um you know can you give us some nuggets as to what you're you're going to be talking about i know i know i know the lord you know kind of uh you know springs this on you but what do you know for sure maybe that you're going to be talking about he will be talking to us about his love and mercy amen and he's begging us to come back to him amen okay that's that's what life is about. That's right. I get that scene of the prodigal son uh, in the story, in the parable of the prodigal son coming, and we always forget that part of, of that parable where his father ran, ran to, to him. him. That's right. Oh, whenever mm-hmm. you talk like that, I, I, that's the, 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 that's right. the, the vision I get. We only have a couple of minutes, but I'm going to piggyback off of that, Richard. <laughs> father, I have a question. To receive divine mercy, is there... Um, can we do it with ourselves withholding mercy for others? I don't I guess I don't understand. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of times we lack forgiveness mm-hmm. to forgive others. How instrumental is that in to, for us to, in order for us to receive mercy? Yeah. Remember the Lord says that with the measure we measure others. Yeah. The, that's the way he's going to measure us. His mercy. So we are very unforgiving. And I, had a, I used to be an expert. I had a multi-doctor degree in holding grudges and being unforgiving. Oh, same here. Okay? <laughs> same no, here. Yes. And I remember one time um, when I was a newly ordained priest, less than a year ordained, somebody swindled me for $1,500. Mm. And I remember I said to the Lord, I said, Jesus... I was praying for the Eucharist, and I said, "Jesus, I was, I, was, I felt so, so hurt." Yes. And I wanted to help this person, and this guy gave me a check, supposedly for me to cash, and I gave him the cash for it. Well, the check bounced, it bounced, it bounced, it continues to bounce. Mm. And I remember I said to the Lord, "What do you want me to do now?" I said, "Jesus, if this person came back to me, I, you know." I first, and for confession, I would first strangle him and then yeah. I would give him absolution. And Jesus waited me to just blow off the steam. Yeah. The Lord has all the time yes. in the world. Yes. And then he said to me, you must forgive him. You must forgive him. And obviously, I remember after several times that I was really, how do you say, opening my heart to the Lord and letting out all the steam. And Jesus, he waited me to calm down and he just said again, you must forgive him. So I said, I remember I said to him, Jesus, it seems like you are not going to change your mind. <laughs> so I remember I, I said to him, okay, you know, I waited five minutes, I was in silence, because I wanted to really say it from my heart, Lord, I choose to forgive so-and-so. I asked you to bless him, I, I beg you for his conversion. Yes. A few days later, I had a mass, a home mass at somebody's house, and um, after I received Holy Communion, I had an interior vision of Jesus walking up to me and he had two stacks of money in each, you know, in, in his hands. And he gave them to me. Do you know, within days, nobody knew what had happened except my twin brother, okay? My mother, uh, who's living at the time, of course, and no one else. I, I told her, don't tell puppy. I'm <laughs> the idiot of the year. So to make a long story short, in within a few days, very few days, People donated to me 
three thousand mm. dollars, and no one knew what they had. It's not like they found out. It's yes. no, they didn't know. Mm-hmm. So wow. God doubled what I yes. had lost. That's right. Amen. Amen. And folks, uh, again, if you want to hear more of Father Martin Scott, you can catch him tonight, tomorrow night, and Wednesday evening at Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church located at 600 Oblate Drive. Um, again, you're in for a real treat if you've never heard, uh, you know, Father Martin, uh, you know, speak before. Uh, we got just a couple of minutes left, Father. Uh, before we go, uh, would you please impart God's blessing upon each and every one of us? Dear Jesus, we come to you like little children. And we ask for the powerful intercession of our Heavenly Mother, our Blessed Mother, Our Lady of Guadalupe, that through her intercession, an ocean of grace may fall upon us and upon our listeners. You know, Blessed Mother, all of our intentions, and we pray especially for the most important intention, which is our continued conversion. And we pray that the hunger for your son, Jesus, may increase. But I pray especially that we may have, that the Lord may ignite in our hearts the desire to separate ourselves from the world and unite ourselves to Christ, not only for Lent, but for the rest of our lives. Amen. Amen. Almighty God bless you as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Father, for joining us today. Uh, folks, we got just another minute. And before uh, we break, I, I do want to make sure that uh, all parents and taxpayers in the Northeast Independent School District uh, get out there and, you know, go to San Antonio Family Association.com for information on the free viewing of the mind polluters. Uh, so until next time, uh, let's all continue to labor with love, joy and zeal in our hearts in, in his, his vineyard. vineyard. God bless all of you. Are you a young adult looking for the right path through the challenges and changes in your life? Do you wish to do God's will but don't know how? Join Young Catholic Professionals April 29th through May 1st for their 2022 conference, Thy Will Be Done on Earth as It Is in Heaven. A weekend of inspirational speakers, enriching small group discussions, and the sacraments together with 600 plus witnesses for Christ from across the nation. Visit ycpconference.org to register. Registration closes April 7th. Smithprint is proud to support Guadalupe Radio Network. How does your business leave a lasting impression? From banners to brochures, wide format and small runs, Smithprint can take care of all your business's printing needs. Family owned in San Antonio since 1995. For more information, visit us on the web at smithprint.net or call us at 210-690-8338 and ask about our online ordering system. This is Luciano Ciorciari, CEO of Food Related and proud sponsor of KJMA 89.7 FM, Radio for Your Soul. During COVID, many of us learned of the tremendous food insecurities that exist in our country. Even in our own community, many people don't know where their next meal will come from. But thanks to the San Antonio Food Bank, over 90,000 local families are served each week. But to continue to help, our food bank relies on volunteers like you, just one hour of your volunteer time can provide 100 meals to families in need. During this Lenten season, let us remember the words of our Lord in Matthew 25:40. Whatever you did for the least of these, 
you did for me. To volunteer your time, please register online at safoodbank.org forward slash volunteer. Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.